live content accounts for almost a quarter of global viewing time. Live video generates 27% more minutes of watch time per viewing than on-demand video. Live streaming is a $70 billion industry. What does it all mean? Let's find out on the Why I Go Live podcast with Coach Welcome Kurt. back to the Why I Go Live podcast. We're super excited to have you here with us. Uh, this is yet another episode, another installment in our search around the world and around the web to see why streamers of every shape, size, every background, every discipline, why are they turning to live streaming in order to gain success? Let me share this, this stat with you. Uh, in the lead-in, the, the, the intro says something like live content accounts for almost a quarter of global viewing time. Well, did you know that 23% of global viewing time is spent watching live content? The other 77% goes to on-demand content. And guess what? Your live becomes on-demand as soon as it's done. <laughs> this is an absolutely amazing. Uh, we got to figure out what all the rage is about. And here to do that for us today is our guest. We want to welcome her, trainer, speaker, YouTube creator. Now, these other two I added myself, Notion Ninja and the queen of Zoom. It's Kat Mulvihill. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Good, Although I feel, good. not going to lie, I feel like a bit of a, a fraud because it's been a while since I've gone live, but maybe that's something we can talk about. Absolutely. We can yeah. talk about that. Yeah, that absolutely. We can talk about that. But I love it. I love I love uh, I love it that there is an ebb and flow to the journey and mm -hmm. um, and, how, you know, how you utilize the different tools. So but Kat, listen, you've been on a show before long. It's been a long while. So we're glad to have you back. Uh, and of course, we've garnered a slightly different audience since then. So we want to make sure they know who you are. So share a little bit about you and the content that you do trainer. I happen to know you're an educator as well. Um, but yeah, share a little bit about you and, and how content uh, fits into your strategy for your business. Yeah, so I primarily teach how to run a more professional, more engaging, and more and a seamless virtual presentation, which happens to be mostly live. And the way that I got started with teaching it is that I was going live regularly to my YouTube channel. For me, it was the perfect way to just start getting content out there because I am absolutely someone who's going to let the <laughs> deadline slip if there's no one waiting for it, if I didn't tell anyone. But when you go live, you say, I am showing up at this time, this place. It would force me to get my get everything ready for the stream. Nice. It, I would get organized. I would put it all together as if I'm showing up to run a training. And so I treated it that way. And it was with no doubt, without a doubt, the best way for me to start creating content on a regular basis. Wow. Now, now since it's been a while, because I've had some ebbs and flows and changes with the type of work I've done, I took an opportunity to help do some training with Notion for a while. And so it just made it a little more difficult to keep that schedule. And also, I don't, I don't know about you, but as the world sort of started to open up again, mm -hmm. then your, your travel schedule starts to change. You have different commitments, you're doing things offsite. And so just being home all the time also threw a bit of a wrench in it. And so that was definitely some of the things that 
halted me going live every week, but I really do miss it. And I am trying to think, how do I bring that back in a way that fits with what I'm doing and makes sense for your strategy? Because also I think it is going live as part of a content strategy as well. Absolutely. And it needs to make sense. You can't just throw it in there without any thought or intention. I love that. I love that. I love that. You know, one of the things you shared there is quite literally all of what you shared could be, you know, copy and paste for me as well. Um, and it's, it's weird because it's like, okay, Kirk, you're the live guy. So of course you go live. And I do, I do. I want to say that I do, but this, if you're watching, if you're listening, this is not live. <laughs> this is a podcast that we record. And why do I do that? Because I really struggled to get guests to come at the time of my live show, like Monday at 7 p.m. Can you make it? No. Uh, can you make it the week after that? No. Can you make it the week <laughs> after that? No, I can't wake it for Monday at 7 p.m. probably until the summer because I've got a regular thing for my child at that time. So it became more and more difficult to book the guests that I want to really put in front of my audience. So I decided I'm going to shift this portion when I'm interviewing other creators, I'm interviewing other streamers, when I'm interviewing people that I want to put in front of this audience, I shifted this towards a podcast format, but yeah. I still go live. And what you shared is exactly the format. I had this concept of morning motivation. I do it. It's something that I do every day. I, I always look up a little quote and I kind of write down my own thoughts surrounding that quote. And I shared it with uh, some family members once and they were like, you do this every day? I said, yeah. They're like, man, you, you should share these. So and then in some coaching calls, some of the clients were like, yo, you should do some more motivational stuff because, man, I, I feel, feel really motivated right now. So I decided, OK, I'm going to do a series of motivational videos for the channel. And I told my editor, I'm going to record a batch of them. I'm going to send them to him and we're going to launch it at the beginning of 2024. Come November, almost Thanksgiving, there were no videos recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Not one. And I hadn't even written out anything. I still did my normal routine in the morning, but I had not prepared for a video. He, so he, my editor was like, hey, you know, we're still supposed to be doing this whole thing for the new year. I said, oh, man. So the new strategy was I'll go live at six o'clock in the morning, share the video basically live recording it. Yeah. I don't care if nobody shows up. Um, I'll just record it that way. I'll leave it up for 48 hours, take it down, and then the editor can have it, make it into its own video. And so now we're four or five weeks into the year and we've been sharing those videos every Wednesday at 6 a.m. But that's amazing. I love that. I'll just share this one piece, last piece and I'm done. That show, the live show, now has over 40 people watching every morning live. That's amazing. It's like, this was supposed to be me and the camera. And now people are showing like, we don't want the pre, we don't want the edited one. We want the live version. So yeah. I say all that to say live has a different component yeah. to it. So, and, but you're absolutely correct. It does have to fit a part of your, your strategy. I, I do want you to kind of, kind of double click a little bit on some of the things you do around zoom and around notion, just cause I want this audience to know a little bit more about some of the things you do. And I want them to be thinking about the fact that zoom is still live video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're live. You're in front of a live audience. That's correct. Yeah. With, well, with zoom. So during the pandemic, I mm -hmm. started doing a lot of training that was supposed to be in person. It shifted online. I had actually done some online training before as well, but 
now I had to. And mm. I invested a lot of time learning strategies to make it engaging because I knew that it could be very draining to just sit behind a computer and listen Absolutely. to someone. Absolutely. And I got more and more feedback from people to say, how did you do that? Or how do you show a graphic on your screen? And I was using Ecamm. And so there I started to teach people. And so that sort of happened naturally where I noticed the question was coming up. I actually enjoyed teaching people how to do it. And then that became something that I just doubled down on and I started teaching people. And a lot of it had to do with how can you run these engaging, but also look professional in a Zoom mm -hmm. meeting and have it all flow. So I started to teach techniques for how do you create graphics? How do you use a virtual camera? How do you use a stream deck so mm -hmm. that you can, you can make it streamlined? And that was just resonating with a lot of people who needed that help. And then the Notion aspect of it came on board because I just started using Notion to organize my business, to organize my content, my streams, get ready for them. And I became such a super fan <laughs> that I applied <laughs> to become an ambassador and I was chosen as an ambassador. And then I ended up uh, within a community. I was actually helping the Notion Mastery class with some running some training. So it was more, I came on board to help design an engaging training yeah. and I ended up also structuring a lot of Notion training. So I got to know the tool really, really well. It's something that I talk about constantly. <laughs> and Good. so I ended up sort of teaching that as well. And so when I talk about what I do, I, I love the virtual presenting side, helping people to run their, their Zoom meeting training, whatever they're running. Mm -hmm. But I also can't help myself. Like, <laughs> I am passionate about how Notion just works really well for me for a lot of, because it's so flexible yeah. and it can be customized and you're not constrained by the, the software like you are with other applications yeah, that are just yeah. a lot more rigid. And so it's become a bit of a, a popular tool, especially with content creators, but there's a learning curve and I love <laughs> teaching. And so I like to teach about both. And it's interesting that you talk about your exam. I love that you shared that example with, I'm going to record a batch of these and then, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> it did not happen. Because I think the same thing's happening for me. I have, I set up a channel to, to share more notion specific stuff so that, yeah. you know, kind of divide the audiences because they, there could be some overlap, but really they're separate topics. Yeah. And I have had this plan for this channel for months and I think I just need to start maybe going live on that new channel just to get in there, start um, creating some content, start, even if it's, it doesn't have to be, you know, you have this vision, especially if you're starting a new channel and you already have one, you picture, how do I start off the best possible starting? <laughs> and then we overthink it. Yes, and so <laughs> I, I think maybe, maybe live should be part of my strategy, strategy just to get started. Yeah. And also I love it. And so I mean, there's that and I miss it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that realization. And I, I hope that people are kind of catching all of the breadcrumbs because there's there's the, you know, you know, as a carpenter's son, we, we believe in measuring twice, cutting once. And those are the systems that you put in place to ensure that the live stream is you kind of land where you want it to land. You yeah. uh, deliver what you hope to deliver, even if, like I said, even if it's one person, two person. But for me, that live show, the the only intent was to have a product that my video editor could edit after yeah. I was done. And um, and in, and what's so cool is I, I do a bumper before I present and I don't mm -hmm. do any comments. I don't bring any comments on screen. I don't respond to any comments and didn't do a bumper at the end of that presentation piece. So for the editor, he just looks at the audio file and is like, oh, clip, clip, done. That's, that's yeah. his piece that he just edits that part, usually about 10 to 15 minutes, something like that. But I love the live aspect of it. There's just, ah, I don't know. There's just something of while live and you can really, as I, as I like to say, 
you start your content off with social proof baked in. So that video goes, uh, is published as on demand. And now it already has a certain amount of views on it because mm -hmm. it was a live video. So people yeah. sometimes will see a video that has zero views and not, maybe not so inclined to click, <laughs> yeah. but, but when it's it is true. live, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all of those strategies kind of fall into place. And I love what, you know, kind of the organic conversation that we've been having, but I do have to ask you yeah. <laughs> this, the ultimate question, the title of the podcast, uh, even though you're, you're still kind of in this other season right now, but when you were going live, Captain Mulvihill, why do you go live? For me, it's just exhilarating. I, when I know that I cannot pause and start over, mm. it, it's just, it's happening, whether you like it or not. Right, right, right. Something, right. <laughs> something clicks for me and I just step into, okay, we're going, we're this going. is happening. Yeah. And I find that I can, it's like I can reach deep down and just pull out the information and teach mm. people and just show up. And I'm a lot more present in the moment versus if I were sitting at home and recording content or a tutorial, I will stop myself more quickly. I'll stumble over my words more. It's yeah. just, it's more awkward. And I think <laughs> it's because there's a safety net. When you rip away the safety net and you just show up and when you're fully present, because not, you, you know this, you're not always going to be on your best day every so, single time you so say true. you're going live, but it still pushes me even on those days when I, when I kind of doubted, Oh, I don't know if my head is in it today mm. when I would show up and I would see people in the chat and they were there, it would, it just changed things and said, no, we're doing this. And yeah. so I would just, I would show up. So it really, that was really special. And, and I just, I getting energized by that. I know not everyone does. <laughs> I definitely yeah. know that's not universal, but for me, it there's just something about it. And I, I think that's why I miss it. I, I, I love what you're sharing. And, and I think I, I would agree. I would agree that it's probably not universal, but what I have found in working with people of every background, every personality type, introverts, extroverts, and everything in between, when they all kind of talk about what you just talked about, there is this kind of a high that, okay, this is happening. Like, okay, we're live now. So yeah. let me get myself to, you know, it's, 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 they can already see me. I can't do a redo. I can't say, okay, cut, cut, cut. And then there's some, something that, I don't know, there's some energy. I know Luria does a much better job of explaining this, but there's, there's a dopamine hit. There's something that happens to you that hap that, that you only get, you know, in a couple of different ways, standing on the stage yeah. to mm -hmm. deliver a presentation. Um, and then of course, while live, uh, but I, I like live better because it's just me and the camera as opposed to me and thousands, <laughs> even <laughs> oh, though I do you enjoy mean the camera being over on. the stage. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I do enjoy being on stage. I do enjoy that, that I do enjoy that, but I, I will say something about me and a camera. I just think it's magic. And so, yeah, yeah I absolutely agree with you. Um, and and I, I love the practicality of it. I think that we haven't had anyone on who's kind of in that other season where it's like, well, I did live a lot. And now I'm kind of taking a step back and doing some reassessing, which I actually did towards the end latter part of last year, I kind of just took a step back and said, Okay, how am I going to how will I bring back my live shows? How will yeah. I do certain things? Um, and really kind of found a lane that allowed it to be for the community. So my Wednesday live shows um, at noon is, is the coaching corner with Kirk. And so 
every other Wednesday, it's just me and the audience and I answer questions. But the on the other Wednesdays, I do have slots open for people to sign up for a free coaching session. So we had a lady come through yesterday. It was phenomenal. That's <laughs> I amazing. absolutely love that. And it is uh, both a lead generator because people get to see me coach someone and then mm -hmm. you know the people who have no desire to be coached live are like dm 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 uh <laughs> when do i get where can i sign up for the coaching sessions the paid ones i don't want the live thing but they it's it's because they saw something while live right mm -hmm. i and and those are the things i just love and and as you kind of like you said you you prepare things you know you, you organize it you structure it you're the systems person so i don't have to tell you but these are the when you try to think through what exactly am i trying to achieve on the latter end, and then kind of reverse engineer to where you are currently, you can really create an experience while live that uh, probably can't get any other way. Man, I, I want to ask this, this follow-up question that we've been asking yeah. all of our guests. I'm very interested to hear what your answer is to this one. <laughs> what is there any been, has there been, has there been anything that you can, that has happened for you, maybe a brand deal, maybe some kind of crazy connection that you can directly tie back to being live. And I, I know that there are many, but I'm just yeah. thinking of something that somebody out there may not ever connect. Like you went live and that happened. That's oh. kind of crazy. So, well, yeah. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is that I was invited to speak at a conference that I never would have pictured. And it was because of my channel. It's because people who'd been watching me back in the early days when I was going live all the time. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think that helped to solidify, okay, this person can talk on the fly. It's not nice. recorded and edited. And it was such an amazing opportunity because the, the actual company ran such an interesting conference. There were people from massive global companies all over the world in senior positions. And so I just felt like that wouldn't have happened mm. on my own. The fact that I was able to help solve a problem for someone who then worked at this with this company that said, you know what, I think Kat would be a great person to bring in. Awesome. And you, because you've put in the reps and you show up and that is you live, they have a really good sense of how you're going to show up on stage. And so that was just a really incredible opportunity for me that I don't think would have happened if it weren't for my YouTube channel and the fact that I was showing up regularly. I live. love that. I love that. That is so good. I, Cause there's, there's so much there. I mean, there it's, it is the reps. It is the, the intentionality people can tell, um, mm -hmm. you know, they can tell when you're, you're answering on the fly, meaning these questions I couldn't have prepared for. So they're not necessarily in my notes, but because I am prepared, mm -hmm. I can frame my answer in a way that allows everybody to really walk away with an understanding of, of that process to be able to gain success. So there's, yeah, there's something that happens that, 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 uh, um, that it really would kind of get past the guards. Like, I don't really need to see the taste test or the ad campaign. Like this person knows what they're doing because I saw them do it live yeah. <laughs> and you can't fake A that. A few times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always tickled by these stories. I'm always inspired by them as well. There's, you know, there's just no shortage of what we, uh, how we are impacted. I always want to make sure that people walk away with that. When you seek to, you know, de deliver content and value for whoever your target market might be, there is always an impact on you as the creator as the you know i guess facilitator of those solutions 
And I love to hear those stories in action and uh, excited for what you're going to be doing next with, with, yes. with whatever you decide for live. Take, take a few more seconds to talk about, you know, some of the things you got coming up, anything that people can find you, follow you. And maybe there's a cohort, maybe there's a, I don't know, course or anything you got coming up. Yeah. Well, I don't have the exact dates because it's just it's just brewing, but I am yeah. planning a five-week accelerator program I love that. for presenting. And so, you know, I want people to feel confident on screen behind the scenes. So going through just live practice and answering questions, getting set up, just feeling like you are set for any live presentation, whether that is whether you're going live, whether mm -hmm. you are running a Zoom training, or even if you're recording, because frankly, I like to record as if I'm live. <laughs> yeah. I just I show up and pretend let's hit record, pretend like we're live. I know I said I stumble and start over and I do, but I also like to treat it like a live presentation. Treat it like, I, I, and that is the cheat code for me. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of the, the one and done. So that I am putting that together and mm -hmm. hopefully that will be out really soon and i then i also want to take that distill the main content from that and then package it as something that's on demand because i know not everyone can make it work with live training depending on time zones and right, right. just timing you know so mm -hmm. putting out that after i run the cohort to have a smaller self-study option yeah I like that. I like that. Where where can people find, follow you? Um, on, and we we know you're on LinkedIn, on YouTube as well. Yeah. But yeah, just share those links. We'll make sure they're in the the show notes and in the description as well. Yeah, those are really the two. I I I kind of let go of some of the other ones. So <laughs> YouTube, LinkedIn are kind of my main ones. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you, you got it. Listen, you got it. Can't focus on everything. You got to just yeah. pick a lane. Pick a lane. Exactly. And I, I've really been laser focused on YouTube and LinkedIn as well. Even though I do have a presence on some of these other platforms, I still, <laughs> uh, and, and as a remote producer, that's really where I'm still dipping my toe on the, in the Facebooks and the Instagrams and the TikToks of the yeah. world because clients want to be able to push to those yeah. platforms. But yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, Kat, I can't thank you enough for coming through and hanging out with us here on the Why I Go Live podcast. I want to say to that listener out there, I don't know where you might be uh, in the grocery aisle picking up some bread. Maybe you're on the treadmill uh, with your AirPods in. Maybe you're doing the commute thing and you're dropping some kids off at school. We want to thank you so much for your time and attention. And I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. Think about those things that you want to succeed, those people and those lives you want to touch, that message, that burning within you. It's like, man, I really want to get this out there. I challenge you to think about live streaming as part of your success matrix. Because I think, I truly think, you've heard me say it before, that your live stream is your digital storefront. There's no better way to go from busy and broke to peaceful and paid than for your ideal customer to see you do your thing live. And when they see you do it live, they're ready to do business with you. <laughs> it's your boy, Kirk Nugent, the Geek Speaker Preacher. Thankful for your time and attention. And we'll see you around these internet streets or in the next audio stream. Take care. Why I Go Live, hosted by Coach Kirk, is a composition production. Real streamers, honest stories, and incredible impact. Add your voice to the conversation. Go to kirkrnugent.live forward slash member to join the community. And let's figure out how it all works.